You're listening to the Chancellor Pink Podcast on Chancellor Pink Radio. You know, a major issue that is in play right now in the United States because of the uh, insurrectionists attempt to overthrow our government with their uh, siege on the Capitol building is the question of what it means to be an American, what it means to be a patriot, because these rioters, these terrorists have laid claim to being patriots. These white supremacists um, continually, and they always have, profess to be American, American, American. They worship the flag. I mean, these were telltale signs all along of Trump being a, a true white supremacist when he hugged the flag that time and so often uh, professed this great love of the flag, a man who avoided the draft, a man who never did a thing for his country, only has lived for himself his entire life. But that, let's call it hypocrisy, that... <laughs> Uh, joke of a claim of loyalty to the flag was, you know, used by Trump in conjunction with his adulation of the the generals. I love my generals. His desire to have a military parade. But, you know, you see nothing about his behavior as president has shown respect for the military because he's constantly confused their role and made them, all the generals hated him because he put them between a rock and a hard place. And regardless of their political views, they know that it is not their job to view their own citizens as the enemy. And when you put the country, when you put the question as to whether or not the military should have a loyalty towards one faction of the country over another, you've destroyed the democracy. You've destroyed the basis for a country. So from the very beginning, people in the military, well, the ones that have free thought, would know that this president is taking the very root of who we are and what we do for a living and flipping it on its head or destroying it altogether because he's pressuring us to be his military, only a military for the Republicans, a military that would be against the Democrats. And that very mode of thinking, even just theoretically, let alone in action, let alone with deadly uh, action, is un-American. It is the antithesis of what it means to be a member of the American military. I mean, this is why we have been, frankly, brainwashed in recent years, especially to say, God bless the troops, support the troops. You know, this troop thing is because we want to support these people who have given, who put their lives in harm's way for us. But then if you become the president and tell those very troops, half the people, more than half the people in this country are your enemy, you know, You've, you've confused them and you've confused the people. 
who are busy worshiping the troops because we think they're fighting for us, and now all of a sudden you're brainwashing them, to, brainwashing them to be against us and to see us as their enemies. So that very element of what does it mean to be an American? Well, it means that our army and our Navy and our Marines and our Air Force fight on our behalf, okay? That is a number one thing that it means. But it also means that you know, the other branches of our government, the th well, the three branches beyond the military is not a branch of the government, thank God, but it's part of the, I think it's part of the executive branch, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know enough about civics right now to, to claim for sure what part they're of, but they are not themselves a branch of government, obviously. Uh, but there's, you know, the executive, the legislative, and the, the judicial branches. And if you know about how government works in America, you understand that each one of those branches uh, could have mixed party affiliation. <clears throat> and each one of those branches could have within it a vast array of ideological viewpoints from the people within those branches. For example, I'll give you an example. You know, what I'm talking about is just as a government employee I heard for uh, years during the Obama administration's uh, from people who were racist or otherwise unhappy with him being president. Um, a lot of paranoia about the government. And even prior to Obama, uh, with, the, with I think it was called the Patriots Act, right? That, that where they uh, were spying on us all under George Bush because of uh, this fear of terrorism. So that they felt that gave them this right to just have warrantless searches on our texts and emails and everything else. And we were all being... All our personal shit was being read. And I remember defending to one of my friends, telling him, oh, no, no, don't worry about that. They can't be doing that. They still need to acquire a warrant. Well, that's not what was going on. So uh, they created this special law, that, and then they just broke the law they created. They even stretched it beyond the parameters of the law in terms of who they could spy on. The law basically said, you know, six degrees of Kevin Bacon to a terrorist and they have uh, enough exigency to uh, spy on you without a warrant. Uh, but they even went to 10 degrees and 12 degrees of Kevin Bacon <laughs> uh, in terms of who they spied on. So they took that law and bent it and broke it. Uh, and they shouldn't have been able to create it in the first place. I mean, we we had some concerns. We had some reasons to, to want to stretch uh, our, our privacy expectations and rights here in America in order to protect the country, but they, it really was, uh, the law itself went too far. But the point is, I was defending. I was defending my government to people, and I was wrong. However, one way I've defended them over the years, and I'm not wrong, is that some people, uh, 10 years ago, again, during Obama, during Bush, would talk to me about how the government does this, the government's trying to hide that, just like they talk about the mainstream media does this or does that. And as a government employee, I was trying to tell these friends of mine, people that would be paranoid like that, that it's impossible because the government, each branch is different. We all have different jobs that we do, and not just the branches, but each agency uh, has a different uh, set of duties and a number of employees, and all the employees are just regular people like you and me. They're hired employees. And 
Some of them have more clearance to private information than others. Uh, but all of us are held to a very high standard uh, with respect to any access to information. And if we violate that standard in any way, we are uh, subject to very strict punishment. And uh, so we don't work in concert. A government agency is not a one mindset. It is a number of employees of regular people like you who have been hired. Yes, they've been screened and fingerprinted and so forth, but they're just regular employees too, and they've been hired. And even if they have access to certain information, it is restricted according to clearance levels. And if you in any way, shape, or form access something that you don't have the right to access within the scope of your employment, you can be subject to very strict punishment. So there, there are uh, – not only is each agency and each faction of the government filled with a, a wide array of Democrats, Republicans, liberal-minded people, conservative-minded people, but there are also uh, vast different levels of clearance and access to information, and there are rules within each agency restricting – uh, access to that information and use to that information. So the concept of the government being some sort of one mindset that can engage in a vast conspiracy to sort of brainwash the people uh, is, is idiotic. We are the people. The government is made up of people. And um, the same is true in the, uh, the judicial branch, as we found out with Trump. There were a number of uh, Republican judges appointed by Trump during his term. Uh, a number of uh, apparent Trump supporters. But when it came to make judgments that would have benefited Trump, they didn't. They made the majority of their decisions went against Trump because the majority of his executive orders and rulings and everything he did while president was not cool with the law and the judicial appointees once you get in it's a lifetime appointee for these people um so they really don't owe the president anything what they owe the president is what they owe the constitution and what they owe the american people which is to properly apply the law as they see it and enforce it now the reason you want to appoint people that are more in accordance with your ideological line of thinking is because they're going to interpret the law, uh, you know, more, uh, more in, in conjunction with that line of thinking. And so you stand a better chance that on close cases, you know, it's the ruling's going to be what you would prefer according to your ideology because they share your ideology. That's it. That's all you get uh, unless you're buying off judges and literally paying them. It's some illegal scheme, which has happened. It's happened. The mob does it. Other people do it. But political appoint appointments to the judicial branch by the president or, or otherwise, they don't assure anything other than, like I said, when it comes to a point of close interpretation, that judge is likely to lean your way because they think that way and they have proven it through their jurisprudence over the years. But other than that, they're a regular person just like you or I, and their duty is to do a good job and in particular to serve the Constitution, serve the laws. And so this idea that they're corrupt is ridiculous. And you see a lot of these 
terrorists complaining now, even though they got the cushiest treatment terrorists and insurrectionists and criminals have ever gotten by a police force ever in the history of policing in the United States, they still didn't think it was good enough because they're a bunch of whiny bitches and they're complaining uh, we had your back, police, during the Black Lives Matters, uh, Matter uh, uh, rallies and, and, and protests. And, you know, well, the hell with that. We're not going to back you anymore because we see the way you are. You don't back us when the shoe's on the other foot or whatever. And then they said, uh, you, uh, you know, you're just uh, you're owned by the Jew judges, the Jew, the Jew, you know, judicial branch. So what they're slanting. They lost in the courts, so they're saying they're all Jewish. They might be Republicans, but they went against Trump, and they, and they didn't do their duty, which is to just mindlessly support a mind fuhrer because, ah, they're Jewish, and that Jews all lean left, and they're all really Democrats, or they're all about, you know, I, who knows? That's just sickening, that kind of thinking. It's not even worth discussing beyond noting it as disgusting. Uh, and uh, non-American. We did away with this, didn't we? I mean, it's no, of course, it's still out there. Race, racism and uh, anti-Semitism and so on and so forth. It's still out there, all the hate. But certainly we need to continue to shame it, disown it, arrest it if possible. But at least if it's free thought and people are allowed their hate thoughts, well, at least silence them and, and, and dismiss them to the fringes where they belong. And watch out for them and arrest them and incarcerate them for as long as possible the moment they step out of line. But um, that kind of thinking that an entire judicial branch could be corrupted, especially because they're Jewish, <laughs> or that, you know, the military should back the Republicans because they are you know, under the command of the president, which they are technically, but I mean, therefore, if he decides to make their role to fight against their own citizens, then they just have to change their entire role as they knew it when they signed up for the military. No, these are lifelong military guys. They know what the military is about. Just like the attorney general, he knows when he takes that gig, he's not the president's lawyer. He's America's lawyer. He's representing the constitution and the people of the country. Not the president. So because the president says, you're my attorney, you have to, you're my henchman. No, that's not the way it works in a democracy in America. So, But you have those paranoid people. And I had to talk to them, like I said, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, the government's doing this, the government's doing that. And I told them that's not the government. The government is various agencies made up of various Democrats and Republicans mixed with various different points of view. And as far as access to information, it varies from job to job, even within one agency. And there are lots of strict rules about it. And people get punished severely if they violate them and so on and so forth. And the same is true which the, with the legislate, legislative branch of government. When you look at the Congress, you've got Democrats, you've got Republicans, you've got various ideologies, and they're supposed to work together, and that's the most broken branch of all. And when you because they they've divided themselves so harshly, and they, and they've taken lawmaking to be something as basically they're the ones that are paid off, not the judicial branch, which stood up nicely, but the lawmakers, they're the ones that have the lobbyists go to town, and their lobbyists are really loaded with money 
from the from the organizations and the rich people that back them. And they literally hand these lawmakers written statutes and say, here's what we want you to put on the floor for a vote. Here's the law we want to have put in place. And it's all designed to enable them to make more money and make their business have more freedom and answer less to the government and so on and so forth. And these politicians, are they getting paid off? Well, sometimes. Are they getting perks, you know, houses, a special treatment, this or that? Sometimes. And, uh, and, and more importantly, are they getting backed for their next election so that they can stay in office so they can continue to have that power and that rush that they get out of being a congressman or a, or a senator. And um, and so that's the branch. If you really want to talk about the broken aspect of the government of the United States, it really is, it really is the legislative branch. I mean, when you have to fight and crack, scratch and claw to get two Georgia Democrats to win in a runoff just to get to a 50-50 Senate so that you can break ties, with the vice president, and that doesn't even mean you control the Senate because the Senate still technically has to vote for laws at 60 out of 100 senators agreeing. You can just get votes to the floor and you have more of a chance to persuade and to actually you know, put things up for passing. And there are some they can go what they call they go the nuclear nuclear option, which is where they try to pass it by a pure majority, which in this case would mean fifty and 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 Kamala Harris. Uh, but you know that's how they passed Obamacare, and you saw how the Republicans made us pay for that over and over and over again. You know, meanwhile they did it a bunch of times under under uh, they have done it a bunch of times under President Trump. Uh, gone with a simple majority in the Senate, uh, no filibuster. And that's that's the destruction of America. That is the destruction of America when the whole point of the Senate was to force compromise, to force a, an actual uh, majority uh, that is mixed uh, because you're very unlikely to get, you know, 60 senators from one party, but you need to get 60 votes. So, you're going to have to pass laws that actually consider both sides. That's the whole idea. And that's why you have it passing laws in connection with the House of Representatives, because the House of Representatives is kind of a joke because you got all those members. But if you're in the minority, it's worthless. All you need is a majority vote in the House so they can pass. The majority runs everything. They can pass whatever they want. But the secret is what they pass doesn't mean shit. They just pass it on to the Senate, and the Senate really works it up and sends a, a changed version back to the House, which they then automatically will sign off on if it's something close to what they wrote the first time. And then they send it to the president's desk. But the point is the House, if you run the House, if you have the majority of the House, Nine times out of ten, just a simple majority, you can win any vote and get your law passed over to the Senate. But if the Senate is also just simple majority, then all, then all that means is, you know, if the Republicans control the Senate, nothing will be passed. If you're if the Democrats control the House, and if one party controls both, everything will be passed. If if you know, if the if the president is in lines with that party, if the president's also a Republican or or Democrat, and if the if the Senate decides to pass laws based on simple majority, it, it it it's a joke. Then it becomes whoever wins the elections controls the laws of the country, and that is what 
the paranoid people think happens, but it's not really true, but it's becoming true because of the Republicans and because of what they're doing with the law and what they're doing with the legislative branch. And now we got the poisoned executive branch with Trump and him poisoning his appointments, him poisoning the uh, Department of Justice, treating them like they're his attorneys and they need to make all rulings in favor of whatever he decides, his multitude of executive orders, his... You know, on and on. I mean, he, he's he's tried to turn everything into a dictatorship and blot out what it means to be an American. Which brings me, that was a big, long, extended discussion that I'm sure bored the hell out of everyone because you already knew it all. And it's nothing. I'm not telling you anything you didn't know about how it's supposed to work and what the situation is. But my point was mainly for all of that is to say that is what it means to be an American, to deal with the reality of the complexity of it all, that governmental branches are varied and 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 uh there are and and agencies are uh deeply uh mixed in terms of their party affiliation and ideologies etc and uh legislative branches i mean the judicial branch is independent really uh even if they're all appointed by the president uh and 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 a republican controlled senate uh, they will still do what they believe is the right assessment under the law. And the legislative branch has checks and balances that are supposed to work that have been distorted the most, but that are still there and do still work from time to time. And the executive branch does, you know, controls the military, but the military is not supposed to take sides within its own country at all. And they know that and they wouldn't, and they haven't, and they didn't. Trump wanted them to, but they wouldn't do it. And his generals, his generals, wouldn't do it. The FBI wouldn't do it. The CIA wouldn't do it. He tried to pressure all of them, hate on all of them because they didn't become his bitches, but they didn't. So at the end of the day, as much as he put this country under tremendous stress, what it means to be an American is first and foremost to understand that it's not a simplistic blue and red government. And it's not a simplistic control of the government over the people. It can't happen. Trump has tried as hard as you can try, and he failed. He failed. He's a failure. He lost. It didn't work. His ideology did not become the country's ideology. It never will be. These hate groups were glorified, and they've stepped out now and gotten proud. The proud boys are sticking their chest out. They go to the Capitol with a, you know, a gallows and, you know, restraints and they're actually seeking to execute the second and third in command after the president. Uh, I mean, they, they, these horrible people, these terrorists decide to use violence and terror to try to transform the country into a fascist dictatorship and they failed and they will continue to fail because as they, as they're saying, the police didn't back us. Why not? Because that's not their job. Idiots. Where's the president? He didn't even follow you down there. He said he would, but he didn't. He's just using you. You're his puppets. And the moment that you fall under, uh, you know, criminal, uh, the criminal justice system, he's going to turn his back on you. You'll be doing hard time. Your life will be fucked. He'll go out. He'll, he'll find some way to skate free probably. And the legislative branch, you know, it's now Democrats and they're going to pass laws and you can't do a damn thing about it. I mean, at the end of the day, um, the Amer what it means to be an American is to understand how, you know, you, you study up on your civics. I mean, I, I would advise all Americans, 
especially the ones who voted for Trump. Don't vote again until you read about civics and understand how the American government system works, until you understand the complexity of it all, until you accept and realize that being American will never mean you get what you want. You know, they were going into that Capitol saying, you can't touch me even though I'm here illegally because I know my constitutional rights. Well, clearly, loser, you don't because... You can be thrown to the floor and have your arm broken behind you while you're being handcuffed because you're right now in violation of the law and here is someone whose job it is to enforce that law. I mean, have you seen someone get a DUI? Have you seen the way they treat black people when they're being arrested for sleeping in their car to Wendy's? Come on. What, what rights do you think you have? You think because you wear an American flag draped around your shoulders or have an American flag on your fucking baseball cap this means that you have the ability to break the law and that's what they think you think that because the president is a lying sack of shit who encourages insurrection that that means that you can legally riot and take siege of an american building a, a, a political building and 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 kidnap <laughs> Governors and in Michigan and senators in the United States and try to execute the vice president. You think that because the president, you know, wouldn't mind that, that makes it legal? Reminds you of the quote from uh, President Nixon years ago when he was being interviewed uh, by Frost. Uh, and he said, uh, when he got him all flustered, he said the truth. He said, I'm saying that if the president does it, that it's not illegal. And when he said that, everyone was like, holy shit. And it was a dramatic moment in those interviews when the truth came out and he was, the goose was cooked. And then he tried to walk it back. Nixon tried to walk that statement back, but he couldn't. He truly believed that I'm the president. So if I decide to do something, it's no longer illegal, even if it is breaking the law because I did it and I'm the president. It's the same concept of does the president have the right to pardon himself? Does he, you know, is he immune from everything? Can he just, is he the, just God? There are no laws that apply to the president. No, of course not. Although four years of Trump, that's the way the law worked. It did during his presidency, but did it, is it going to work that way once he's no longer president? No. Is that why he's inciting insurrections and violence. Yes. Is he terrified about what's going to happen to his sorry ass once he no longer can protect himself with that presidential seal? Absolutely. But this fake love of the flag doesn't make you an American. This professing yourself to be a patriot doesn't make you an American. Your belief that you have some greater claim to America because you're white isn't truth. That doesn't make you an American. You know, when we swear immigrants in as United States citizens, when they meet our standards and under the law can become citizens, once they take that oath, they are a citizen and they are equal to you as a citizen, period. Even if they, you know, have only been here a tiny fraction of the time you've been here, they're a citizen as much as you. That's America. So read up or get an audio book if you can't read. Listen up then, but learn a little bit, friends, Romans, countrymen, <laughs> patriots. Learn a little bit about what it really means 
to be an American and how it means, you know, how it regards ideologies, how it has something to do with an understanding of governmental practices and procedures and checks and balances. Learn a little bit about how the government will never be one side or the other. It's always going to be mixed. And that is what America is, a melting pot. A big mix of all kinds of ideas growing together. And the only way it works, the only way, is if we abide by the laws that we create. And that includes the laws regarding fair and full and true and all those great words, elections. When we hold our elections and we have systems, we trust in those systems. If you want to prove that they didn't work outright, you're going to have to have a specific act or set of acts or facts that show that. You're going to have to catch someone in the act. You're going to have to, you know, investigate. It's hard. I don't understand. These people, a lot of these Trump supporters, these patriots, I guarantee you they've been involved in litigation criminal and otherwise before, many of them. They understand what it's like to go before a judge. They understand the complexity and the proof and the facts and the law that come to bear when you're actually deciding a specific allegation. They understand the difference between saying something and proving it. They understand the difference between making an allegation and actually establishing that allegation as true, as fact. They know because Jojo Bob has run his truck over, uh, you know, Auntie May's cow and Auntie May took him to court for loss of property and negligence and he had to prove that he didn't see the cow or it wasn't his fault because Auntie May, you know, didn't chain him up right and he wandered into the road you know, and that was Annie May's fault, so he shouldn't have to pay. They understand that details matter, facts matter, that you got to prove this shit. They understand that. They've been through it. I don't care how much of a redneck they are, how uneducated they are, especially those people have been been through the court systems, through divorces and child custody, you name it. They understand. It's not all just a, oh, a bunch of crap. It's a, That's the easy way out. The really stupid people, they're always just throwing their hands up, saying it's all crooked, it's all fixed, it's all, that's the easy way out. But you know, down deep inside, they know it's not fixed. You just got to fight. You got to learn. You got to understand and prove and show. And if you're in the right, you'll win most of the time. And if you're not in the right, you'll lose. And sometimes when you're in the right, you lose anyway because you couldn't prove it, you know? But it doesn't mean that the whole system's flawed. It just means you didn't you didn't find the evidence to prove it. You got screwed in the end, but I mean, unfortunately, you, you couldn't prove what you knew to be true. But you don't say, well, then that means the whole system, you just throw it out. You just do better next time and you try to prove things. You understand how it works and you accept it. That's what it means to be an American. It means we play by the rules. There are, there are criminals out there. There always will be. There's the mob and so forth. There's corrupt. There are corrupt police. You know, there are people that break the rules or people that don't pay their taxes. There are people that pay them. There are people that get paid under the table all the time. There are people that go to work and get their paychecks and have all that money given to the government their entire lives. You know, there's some people that I know that have held jobs all their lives that never paid a tax. I guarantee you they've made more money than me over the course of their life. 
even though I've made salaries far in excess of what they've made, but they, they had no tax, you know? So, we're, or at least we're even Steven on terms of actual income because I have paid taxes my entire life. So, I mean, technically those people that haven't have breaking the law, but I mean, the point is to be a patriot, to be an American is to understand all of these complexities and to understand that laws guide us and to know that we can't just state facts that we want to be true and they become true. You are not an American if you believe that. You're a fool. And if you try to violently support that ridiculous idea that if I think it, I say it, it's reality and I can kill someone based upon that version of reality or I get to take over the Capitol because I want the facts to be what I want, then you're not an American. You're an idiot. And you have no idea how America works. How America works is if if you want the country to be run according to your rules and your laws and your thoughts and your facts and your truth, well, then you have to stand up and make it so or elect someone in a valid election that will make it so. And even then, they're not going to do it all for you. Obama didn't do half the shit we who voted for him twice wanted him to do. Not even a third of it. He didn't get hardly anything done because... You know, he was thwarted at every turn by the Republican-controlled Senate. So even when you get the guy that you want in office, Trump people, you know, you're not going to get everything you want, and then he's going to lose, and the other side's going to take over. This is America. Grow up. Being a patriot means you accept the rules that we live by here. Why is it that these immigrants come over and they weren't even born here But they understand the rules better than you people. They live by the rules and they accept outcomes that go against them. And they deal with reality and they try to prove their facts. And they try to elect the people that support their ideas and their ideologies. Why can't you get that? Why why isn't that good enough for you people? Why do you have some right to enforce your desires or your thoughts or your version of the truth, even if it's a crock of shit and a bunch of lies why do you have the right to enforce that on everyone else that's not america go somewhere else go to some country where they let that kind of thing go on china for example go somewhere else where a democratic system doesn't control the implementation of facts and truth and laws go somewhere else where they don't have good court systems that actually enforce the laws and do their best to stay within the parameters of the constitution Go somewhere else where they don't even have a constitution. Go live there. But don't stay here and call yourself a patriot and American when you don't even believe in those very, very important rules that keep America, America. And please, stop with the costume. Stop with the flag kissing and hugging. Stop with the name labeling, the patriot thing and the flag thing. Cloaking your body in an American flag, you know, it's actually a red flag that you're un-American because the flag is not a costume or a shield. It's not a federal ID or a lawman's badge. It gives you no claim to righteousness or truth. It's not a free pass to hate 
And it's not a get-out-of-jail-free card. It's a symbol. That's all it is. It's a symbol of our country. But what it symbolizes is everything you, Trump-supporting patriots, are not. What it symbolizes is the unity and diversity of a whole bunch of different peoples working together under the laws as established by our Constitution, abiding by those laws, accepting them, and doing our best to achieve our desired ends within the construct of said laws. That's America. That's what the flag represents. So if you don't believe in that, get that fucking thing off your back. Stop hugging it. Stop kissing it. Throw that fucking hat away with the flag on it. I don't care how many years you spend in the military or in the police force. If you don't support the Constitution, you're not American. You could tattoo the flag on your fucking scrotum. It doesn't make you an American. Get with the system. Read a little bit about civics or stop voting. As for the, for the rest of you who understand this already and believe in America for the reasons that we should, that most Americans still do, let's never give up on the dream of having so many diverse people together as one, working together, reaching new heights. With God's support, many varied gods that are believed in by the various faiths that we allow to exist here freely in our country and in accordance with the laws that we establish and uphold. I love you. Yabba da boop